0: Let's go. Hello and welcome to episode four of the co-op podcast. I'm Greg. And I'm Ryan. And Ryan has a new mic. For those of you who are listening, you can easily tell that his voice is not like cra- crackling or anything like that when he gets to the high range or something. Whatever. So he finally got a new mic, and so the quality is just skyrocketing at of- like it's insane. Um Episode four, we're gonna be talking about generation of gamers, and this was something we were actually supposed to talk about the greatest games that we've ever played with our friend Troy, but that fell through. We were pre- I was pretty excited, but then we'll,
1: we'll probably still do it. It's just tough to get all three of us on the same schedule, considering we go to three. We all live in three different places, on three different schedules, two and... different time zones uh two different time zones it's my senior year so i'm trying to live it up it's choice first year away from home so he's living it up you have a job so you're trying to you know live it up in a different sense but yeah. <laughs> yeah, i'm trying to live
0: it up and uh, buy a house ooh baby i'm wild let me tell you my my late nights consist of watching fear of the walking dead best show way better than uh, the regular walking dead and uh playing video games until 9:45 then i go to bed because <laughs> That's my bedtime. But, so yeah, so Generation of Gamers. I mean, this is, I don't even know if Ryan's going to be able to really talk a lot. I mean, he will, but it's like, for me, this one really stuck out to me when a lot of my coworkers, and even I know some people, I don't know if you've heard this, Ryan. Because, I mean, you're in college, so everyone around you is drinking and doing crazy things. They're not thinking about the future. But, like, a lot of people that I know that have kids right now, they don't want their kids or they don't want the people who are going to be having kids meaning that they're pregnant or think about starting a family or already have a kid they're already saying like yeah my kid's not going to be able to play video games they're not i'm not allowing it what do you think about that
1: um i think it depends on a couple different things because video games can actually be good like for example when i was growing up I didn't necessarily play shooters right away. I mean, I ended up playing them. But, like, I played Zelda and Pokemon on the Game Boy, and my parents would make me read. Because, like, in Zelda, and especially Pokemon, it's very self-explanatory for someone our age to figure it out because they tell you exactly where to go. Mm -hmm. But when you're growing up and you're five or however old I was, I was probably, I would imagine, five through eight, somewhere in that range, and you don't read. You have no idea what's going on in that game. You don't know what to do, what to grab, where to go. And my parents would – I would beg them to read it for me and, like, help me. I I had to have been younger than that because at five, I probably knew how to read, but maybe not that well. I don't know what the appropriate age is. I'm not dumb. I'm I'm not trying to make it sound Uh, like
0: I couldn't read. But
1: basically what my point is is those games taught me how to read and not only read but read in detail to problem solve. Yeah. At an early age. Yeah,
0: and that that's something that it's like, dude. Think about what kids are playing nowadays compared to what we were. And oh, I mean, just we... look at
1: Fortnite compared to Zelda. Because in Zelda, oh, you have to dude. go through dungeons and problem solve, and puzzles. even the boss fights were puzzles themselves. Because you could only defeat certain monsters certain ways, and then mm-hmm. you get on Fortnite and beat down bushes and camps. and
0: yeah. So. It, it to me, it just it kind of stood out when I heard, like, because all my coworkers know, like, I'm a huge gamer. Um, I even have it on my resume of the gaming experience I have, mainly because it's experience, right? Um, and I, I was talking to them, or just not them. I don't know. It's just it's kind of weird, like when someone says my kid's not going to play video games, I'm not allowing. It's like, are you that closed minded? Like, do you want them to just read or something? Like. Like it's not like gaming is gonna make them a terrible human being, you know. It's and the first thing people do is with these like these horrific events that I'm not gonna name because you know it's not worth it. They immediately go violent video games, and if you guys can connect the dots, then okay. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it on on the podcast, but because they don't deserve the the credit. But the thing is, they they say violent video games causes us to be violent. It's like, no, it causes us to get stressed.
1: Or what's even funnier is it's the argument now that I've heard is, and I've I, this isn't as popular of an argument, but it's not even just violent video games. It's just how violent people get playing video games. So like yeah. you'll see people reacting, playing like FIFA and like throwing controllers. Yeah, that's or something crazy. They're playing like God of War on the hardest difficulty and they're p- getting pissed off and like banging on their desk. And so now the argument is not—it's not that vi- it's not violent video games. It's just the fact that you get violent playing video games, which is dumb because you can say that about anything. Have you ever seen throw, someone throw a tantrum during a sporting event?
0: Yeah, it's uh know. like Bryce Harper getting pissed, or, or who was
1: that? Who was that pitcher that just beat the crap out of that Gatorade? Or was it a maybe it was a batter he struck no, out oh, and he came in the dugout Gomez was it like Tampa Tampa Bay Rays yeah like and then the next <laughs> day he
0: like is cuddling with it but I mean yeah it's in every sport or in everything you do there's gonna be that people that it's gonna make them angry because it's just frustrating right like when you read a book obviously you're not gonna like throw the book at the ball and, man screw this book I'm never reading this series again they don't know how to write a book but that
1: do that though like they get so invested in the story and like when one of their characters dies they freak out. And that's – and
0: honestly, that's kind of hilarious. Um, But, I, was, I mean, I freak out when something happens in the game. Like, I go, why is he there? You know, like, I'll yell. Right. Like, I'll even – like, one time I, like, got so mad, I, like, punched – I didn't punch, but I, like, hit my fist on my desk really hard because I was very frustrated. And it, I, it, it, I wasn't frustrated at anybody else but myself. Right. right? And I and, think
1: it's more, like, of a competitive nature than yeah. it is.
0: Yeah. I, like, I feel like if you were to get, like –
1: I don't know Troy I, or my sister to play. Soccer. They
0: they'll just go. Oh man, that's okay. He killed me next time. You know, right. but it's like me. It's like I hate losing. You hate losing. Right. You you're a competitor. you immediately. Your first instinct is gonna be like when you strike out. You th- you you get pissed, right? Right. You, so or when you let a goal in, you get pissed and you kind of like bang the post with your fist. Right. But it's you know it's it's just human nature. And I feel like there's an I have a few articles I I, I uh, looked up and um you know they said that it can create psychological stress and that's so true like in what situation or in what game like ryan when you're playing and you're it could be a battle royale game it could be you know a boss fight or you know a 1v1 situation in call of duty or csgo or anything like that and you have to win right you're gonna get stressed your palms are gonna get sweaty your heart's gonna pound right and so i think that's
1: like a good stress though everyone and I don't know if that's even a thing or something that people talk about, but whenever you hear the word stress, I think everyone automatically denotes it as negative. Like it's a bad thing to be stressed. But I think yeah. like the pressure of doing something good is almost like a good type of stress because the reward and the, like the, the the feeling you get after you beat something difficult or you overcome something difficult is un, like, it's you can't compare it to anything else. It feels great beating that boss or winning that battle royale or winning that 1v1 in COD.
0: Yeah. And then and you kind of get
1: accustomed to it after a while. You, just right. Kinda, yeah. Yeah. And then you have to find harder situations. Like I remember back when I was growing up and COD 4 was the only Call of Duty out. And when I did Mile High Club on Veteran to get that final achievement, that made me nervous. And then when MWR came out, it was just a matter of doing it. I was not nearly as nervous but then like you start playing another good example is like playing game battles playing for xp i used to get nervous about that and then eventually got over that and then it was wagers and then tournaments like you have to find like that next step and it's like you can almost relate video games to more positive experiences than you can negative because that's just how life works like in high school i get i used to get nervous all the time just being around people and then you get over that and then you get nervous for tests and you get over that and then the next step's college and it's the same thing you get nervous for your first college exam and then you're like, "Oh, like I got this." Like it and I wish I had same. that experience. I was like, "Oh yeah, I
0: got this." And then I failed. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: then you and then you don't got this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean,
0: I totally get I get what you mean. It's like Ninja was talking about, you know, in a 1v1 situation, you you know, if you hide your obviously probably your chances of are, are of winning are slim and if you just play your the way you usually play you have a better chance of winning and i feel like i think that the more you play and just the better you get at something the more comfortable you're going to get in that situation you've done it a thousand times like like that's literally the right saying it's like a professional athlete has been in this situation in practice a thousand times they just have to repeat everything they do and so i mean for me, it it does create stress still, just because it's like there's still something there that could happen, you know, like an error or just like pressing the wrong button or timing it wrong. But in the end, I feel like you it's just the stress outweighs or the the pleasure outweighs the stress. I should say.
1: Well, and also on the topic of stress, it's like if you're if you're young, do you even understand that? kind of stress or is it more of just like uh like because when like now you have Fortnite, which is a little different because it's battle royale but like when we were growing up the game to play for younger kids was kind of minecraft and like could you or really
0: pokemon man it's like i mean man, yeah within pokemon... within the last like six years the whole games of like what you grow up on has changed dramatically like we like my generation uh, i'm i was born in 94 um we were raised on, you know, like, uh, GoldenEye, if you had, um, what is that, N64?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: So, GoldenEye, and then, like, but before that, it was, like, Pokemon Green, or Blue or Red. Then Leaf Green was Blue and Red for Game Boy Advance. But
1: right. but you had Pokemon, right? Or, or and, uh, Zelda I, on the... It's, like, not even not even how the games have changed, but I guess my point was, like, if you're, say you're 8 and you're sitting there playing Fortnite. do you like do you even understand? is your brain even capable of understanding the stress i don't think so that's what i mean it's like i feel like until you hit like the teens and you understand winning and losing a little bit better especially with how people are being raised nowadays it's Mm -hmm. like i don't think kids really understand the whole aspect of winning and losing because I, I get in a lot of arguments with people about how Fortnite isn't competitive and there's it's not stimulating because there's, the challenges that they add in the game aren't hard. Mm-hmm. And I've argued, I'm like, I want challenges based around wins. And mm-hmm. then my friends are like, well, a, a large percentage of players can't achieve those challenges because they can't win a game. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, if they're not even, if they can't win or they're not really trying to win, they're just playing the game for fun. Is it really stressful, even though it, it it's way different for someone like me and you? Yeah. I mean It's just interesting separating, like, the way we were raised and the way we view. Because it's like, it's almost hard for me to enjoy video games now. Because it's really hard for me to sit down and play a video game and be like, oh, I'm just going to play it. Because playing it for me means beating it as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. or if it's multiplayer that means being as good as i possibly can with the amount of time because like obviously if i dropped out and played it non-stop i could be better than i am now but that's not realistic but it's like i have to beat it as fast as possible be as better like be better than as many people as possible But like a large amount of people on this planet don't view it that way they're just like yeah. oh it's fun yeah and to me i'm like what's that even mean yeah <laughs> Like, fun for me is just being as good as humanly possible. And then I'm like, oh, this is fun.
0: <laughs> yeah, and for me, you know, I'm the same way. I've actually, like, it's just, I guess it might might be this, that time where you're kind of like, well, what is there to do? You know, in between, like, the the the, the summer games being released and the, the fall games that are, like, the blockbuster ones, like, there's, I get, I got on PS4, my PS4 today, and I kind of just stared at it, and I was like, I don't really want to play anything, like, right. and it, that's that's I where I'm at. I, right I don't now know too. if it's because I'm getting older, but like, it's also because I don't have that many games to choose from right now that are like really right. fun to play, um, but. I probably could go out and buy a game, but I want to play games with my friends. I don't want to sit here by myself. I'm already at work eight hours a day. I want to interact with my friends.
1: I was going to say, there's a couple of different problems there that we could get into. It's like the market in general is kind of on a downward slope right now because like a lot of companies are shying away from single player games because people complain that like, it's not worth $60 to play a game that I'm going to beat in a week. Mm -hmm. If that, so then like companies shy away from that. And then there are single-player games that are amazing, like God of War, and I've heard Spider-Man is phenomenal. And it's like, oh, yeah. like, and even like, I I'm the same way. I got yesterday when the beta closed, I didn't touch my PlayStation, which is weird for me. I at least play like I would say a couple hours every day. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. the thing. Like we there's were so hyped nothing. about it, and there's just nothing now. It's yeah. like, yeah.
0: And the beta we're talking about is the blackout beta, the battle royale for Call of Duty. So. And it it was really good. I, I enjoyed it, but that's for another podcast. Um, But so kind of go to go back on topic about the generation of gamers. When my when when I hear someone say, like, I don't want my kid to play video games or something like that, I kind of think to myself, all right, what are they going to do? You know, they're going to are they going to join the Boy Scouts? Are they going to join the Girl Scouts? Um, Are they going to read a book? Are they going to take up knitting at five years old? are they gonna, you know, do algebra and only just focus on school and have no social life based off that? Are they I mean that's not I'm not saying that they're not going to have a social life that they don't if they do algebra or something, but I mean like like when they say there's no future in gaming, it's just a waste of time. It's like look at look how many people are making money off of gaming and they're not even pros. They're just comedians or they're just people who play games and people like talking to them. They have good personalities. I guess you can call them like an entertainer. Cause they have a personality and they entertain people. And what is there to do? If you like reading books, there is an editor, there is a writer. Um, there might be like a journalist, but how many people do you know that go into journalism or go into writing or editing or being a pick like a illustrator that actually make a really good living? And, but you could say the same thing. How many people do you know that have made a lot of good money off of video games and play and get paid? I, I know I think, a lot. I know a lot more than writers. That's for damn sure.
1: Yeah, I think it just depends on like. It just depends on how you're trying to swing it too. Like, I've you're obviously
0: you're you're obviously going to be finding the 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 key things of your statement and not theirs. I guess you could say right.
1: The other thing too is it's like no one I think like no one's gonna it's it's a hobby I think a lot of people view it as a hobby and there's not many people that would just be like oh I'm gonna be a professional video game player like that's you kind of just fall into that is about the equivalent nowadays of saying like oh I'm gonna be an actor in Mm -hmm. L.A. or I'm gonna be and it's not impossible and I'm not squashing dreams but it's like swinging it that way to your parents is a lot less likely than being like oh I made. 20 bucks this month playing wagers on Fortnite or I made 20 bucks this month streaming. Like mm-hmm. it's just it's a hobby and as if you can find a happy balance, I think that's the problem and that's I, that's the problem with this generation is they don't know how to balance things. So like you get these kids and it's all they want to do. They just want to sit here and do nothing except play video games. It's like that. It's just not going to fly. That's not how life works. You know, yeah. you, you're you go like even if you love reading, you're not going to sit there and read for 16 hours a day your eyes would bleed out of your skull if you need a break there are people that
0: will finish an entire book in one sitting
1: no and like that's fine but like it's like you know you have to have a balance between like a hobby and school and work and social life like you can't shut out the world and do nothing else it's not healthy i think there would just be lack of parenting at that point like well and see but it's like so between the lack of parenting and then the over-parenting. And, and, dude, this is just another problem with, like, society and people in general. It's, like, we're on the polar opposite, polar ends of the spectrum. And it's, like, there's no one in the middle. There's not. And there are, there are probably people there are. But it's, like, you, you won't see it because that's just how the media is. It's, like, you see all mm-hmm. these kids that are f- insane and, like, cuss out their parents and, like, play it for, until they piss themselves because they don't want to get up. And then you get the weirdos whose parents are like, "You're never touching a PlayStation ever," and that's not, that's not good either. Have you ever met a kid and told them not to do something? What do you think the first thing they're gonna want to do is
0: the thing that you're telling them not to do? Yeah, like... it's like it's like when you have someone go to a, like a like a <laughs> private school. Like the private school kids are like the ones that really get into trouble because they're told not to do anything.
1: Right. It's like
0: whereas the public kids schools do it in moderation, so they don't get in
1: trouble. Oh, God, and they don't the good. it. yeah the differences between the way that i was like we were raised and now is just crazy because now it's like don't do this don't do this don't do this don't do this it's bad it's bad like this and that it's like dude just let people experience it for themselves because yeah. like there's probably a large amount of people that would play video games and would play it a normal amount they'd just mm-hmm. be like yeah hey, whatever this is this is what it is you know And it, oh, yeah. th- and it's like that with everything like i remember when i was growing up My parents didn't care if I drank because they knew – I guess they didn't know 100%. That's so weird. No, that's not happening in my house. Sorry. No, but it's like they wanted me to be responsible, and they knew that I would be responsible, and they'd rather me do that than hide it from them and then hurt myself, hurt others, or get myself in trouble. Yeah,
0: so if anyone's listening and you are a cop, do not (sighs) – I hope you ignore that last or just totally didn't hear it, so – Um, but yeah, but it's like like that with everything, though. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for me, like my dad, my parents hated that I played, right? But it was something that I I literally grew up on it. My parents got like a SNES, SNES, right? And I played this baseball game. I forget what it was called. I'm I've literally looked up like SNES games for like baseball and to see like. Which one was it that I played? Because I can't remember. And you know, we they got it from GameStop, right? So the 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 logo of the game was like rubbed off. So it's like I don't even know what it looked like. And and so I'm I'm looking and, but. You know my my parents are always like you're playing too much. Get off. I'm like all right, fine, guys. I gotta go. You know. And I'm i I'm like, like
1: what else do they want you to do?
0: They probably just want me to go outside. But it's like my entire childhood. And even into high school, like until I graduated high school, almost every single day of my life between the ages, between the age of five and 18, I was playing a sport probably 90% of my life, like, or 90% of the year, the 10% of the year is like the last month of July going into August. And so I get all of August, I get four weeks off. So pretty much because school starts, you know, late August. Right. So I got four weeks off and so it's like the when the downtime that i did have i wanted to play video games and my parents were like you're playing too much and it, but it's like you know in between you know playing <laughs> you're playing... playing
1: too much even though you played three sports do well in high school and yeah exactly what's yeah, exactly. funny for you is it's, it was probably even worse for you because here in ohio we didn't have that luxury of playing sports that long because eventually yeah, cause it the, got the, cold the yeah <laughs> So it's, like, always nice in California. So, like, I doubt – like, I remember there was days where, like, our baseball games would get rained out or, like, it would be too cold. And, like, naturally, me and all my friends would – that's when we would hop on and play. But for you, probably probably never – you never had a single baseball game rained out. Oh, I had
0: baseball games (laughs) rained out, of course I did. I lived in Sacramento, so my weather – I got the three seasons. I just didn't get – or I got every season except the snowy season. But, I mean, it's not even like – that's not a season, but I got every weather – I right. got the very hot summers, but I got the very cold winters. And I got, you know, fall. But it's like, you know, I, I had the downtime in between, like, with that. But but then once my parents saw that, I was actually doing really well with gaming in high school when I started competing. Because I got, I got an Xbox 360 like, going into freshman year of high school. Before then, I had, like, a, a Wii, right? And I was playing, you know, Super Mario Strikers Charged. And I was I was so good at that game. But... Besides the point, you know, I, I got into competitive gaming right when I got my 360 because all my friends were like, get it on it. We'll get a game balance team going on uh, uh, World at War, Call of Duty World at War. So I got it, got that in Halo 3 and uh, competed. And obviously I sucked, right? You know, no matter no matter where you start, you're always going to suck at something and then you're going to get better. And then, you know, I, I loved it. I wanted to get better. I wanted to get better. And I was still doing sports. I was still... Being active, I had I was very much in shape. I had a six pack, you know. I was working out a lot, and but I would always play. My parents would get so pissed, like you're playing too much. Then they saw that I got really good at it, and they were then my dad. They saw me winning money. I was going to you tournaments know, and winning
1: money. You know what's ironic though is it's like if so say you substitute video games with any of the sports you played, they would not have told you that you're playing it too much. That's the funny part to me. Or yeah. like say say your parents saw you studying as much as you were playing video games, they would have been like, "Greg, you're studying too much." Oh, dude, they would have been so would have been completely would have been completely fine with it. Dude, it's, it's just so funny that you say that. Because it, well, it's the truth though. Well, oh, no,
0: I know because it's funny because I would get like a B minus on the exam or a test in high school, and my mom's like, "You know, if you spent more time studying than you did playing video games, then you wouldn't have gotten a B, you would have gotten an A." And I was like, "Yeah, but I don't want to study that much, mom." Like sorry i don't want to sit on my my butt and just look at a book for nine hours i got
1: into a huge argument with my parents about that actually when i came to college because originally when i came to ohio state you're on a scholarship oh i still am but it's like i wanted to be an engineer and i took chem calc i took a classics class and then like some other g's i got a d in calc and a c in chem and partially because it was hard partially because it was a weed-out course, partially because I didn't apply myself. So my <laughs> parents were like, well, what are you going to do? And I was like, I'm probably just going to change my major. And they were like, what do you mean? I was like, I mean, I could be good at calc if I wanted to. You could be good at anything. But... Yeah, I mean, and this applies to anything. This applies to singing. It applies to video games. It applies to painting. It just takes practice, and that's the, it's the same way with school. But it's like exactly what you just said. It's like, yeah, I could be good at calc, but I don't want to sit there with my nose in a book for six hours every single day. Yeah. Or if Enjoy I'm it. gonna be there with a book, with my nose in a book six hours a day, I want it to be something that I think is interesting. And I parents didn't well, my dad kinda did, because my dad's philosophy has always been do what you want, you're your own person. But my mom didn't directly say it to me, but I could tell that she was like, I don't like the fact that you're picking classics over something that's going to guarantee you a job, which is a fair concern. Like right now I'm about to graduate and I'm not going to be employed right away, which I think is fine. I'm trying not to freak too much out, like freak just start looking out for jobs, much. but I'll tell you about that later. Right. But it's like, it's like, well, I'm going to do what I enjoy. And that, mm-hmm. that kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier. It's like, if you sit here and tell this kid not to play video games or not to do this or not to do that but they, in the end they enjoy it and that's who they are, then you're just going to tear your relationship apart with them. They're going to blame you for not getting to it sooner. And you could be stopping something great, especially now this day and age. That's something, like, for us to convince our parents to play video games all the time versus now is light years apart. Yeah, because, I think it would be easier now, obviously. but Oh, easily especially with all the resources and everything like back then if you were making youtube videos it was probably just to impress your friends it wasn't to be a youtuber and back then it's like if you streamed you were a super nerd and probably got picked on Mm -hmm. to be quite honest with you Mm -hmm. you probably got bullied but now it's like people find out that i stream And I, I still get embarrassed about it and I shouldn't, but people are like, oh, that's sweet. I would, that would have never happened if I started streaming like before it was a thing.
0: Yeah. So my parents, like once they saw me winning money and stuff, my dad, instead of coming in and saying, Hey, get off. I need help with the yard. He would realize, Hey, I can take a break from yard work if Greg can't help me. And he'd go, Hey, are you competing? That's the first thing he'd say. Are you competing? And if I said no, he's like, all right, I need some help. If I said yes, he said, all right, this is your your last match or tournament, whatever. Whenever you're done, come help me with the yard. I'll be in the family room getting some Gatorade or something, and he's going to watch some show. But it's just like the minute your parents see you succeeding at something and actually doing something well with it, they're probably going to support you. And it obviously, it probably – it didn't kill my dad, but it probably – my dad is not into games. One, he gets super, um, like, motion sickness. Like, he can't play racing games because he has to feel like he's actually in control of the car. He can't play shooter games because he has to feel like he has to be, like, actually moving in that area. um. And so, he's into woodworking and, like, a lot of, like, home improvement stuff. And I didn't pick any of that up at all. Whatsoever. I was a nerd, played video games, um, tech stuff. And even then, like, my dad's just super good at everything he does, except video games. And so, <laughs> so it's like, I don't know. But yeah, so, hold what's on, funny you go is, ahead.
1: I was going to say, what's funny is my dad is the opposite. He's not a super geek, or, or he's a super geek, but he's not a super gamer. Like, he was always into Star Wars, Lord of the Rings. He played some video games. Like, I remember when the PS3 first came out, he bought that. And he kind of played sports games. Some Need for Speed, he played Halo like the campaigns, but he would say the same things to me. He would tell me, like, "Hey, you're playing too much." Sometimes it was just to get me to get off so he could play. Yeah. But I mean, like, it was the same way for me. I played every sport known to man growing up, and and I think it was. It's just, it's so weird because we're talking about the way we were raised, but like the reason that they did the things that they did is because of the way they were raised. So like when my dad was growing up you only sat inside playing video games when your parents weren't home. And then mm-hmm. when your parents got home, they kicked you the hell out of the house and then you went and played baseball or football or rode your bikes around. So it's like, we were like in the middle. It's like, we kind of did some of that and we also kind of <laughs> sat inside and played video games. Dude. But now it's like, nobody does that. The thing to do is to sit inside and be on video. Well, and we're not even addressing the bigger issue, which is cell phones. It's like, e- e- games. You're yeah. constantly on your phone. Mm-hmm. And your parents are like get the hell off your phone, go outside or get the hell off your phone, do something constructive. Now, that argument I could almost agree more, agree with more than the video game one because with video games, you can get into you're talking about critical thinking, decision making, reaction time, making decisions quickly, hand-eye coordination, you know, all of that. And then on top of that there's a social aspect to it you know talking with your friends meeting new people all that when you're on your phone all the time you're not really doing anything productive hardly ever yeah really for the most part you're your college
0: campus for 30 minutes and see how many people are sitting next to each other but on their phones not interacting with each other but i mean you can say the same thing like back in like the 40s and 50s after world war ii Um, you know, I can guarantee you men were probably just reading the newspaper before they went to work. They probably, it's the same thing.
1: I'm not even addressing it from a social aspect. I don't care if people talk to each other or not, but it's just the fact that like, when you're sitting there on Twitter, just scrolling, you're doing literally nothing. And like, people think that's what video games are, but it's not. You learn so many useful things and your body, like your muscles are picking up useful things. Your thumb is not learning anything useful by scrolling through Twitter and nine times out of ten, you're reading things that aren't useful either. Now, like if you're on Twitter going through the Twitter moments and or you're doing like research for like political topics or this or that, you can make arguments there that you're and you're like, oh, like I'm getting input or people's yeah. opinions or news sources. But like, like I said, nine times out of ten, you're doing nothing productive. So I'm on board with kicking people off their phones. Mm-hmm. But the, the video game thing is different. And I think with the day and age that we're in now, people are starting to stick up for themselves. And sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But, like, for what they believe in and dream in... So, like, I mean, if you love video games, and you love playing them, and you love streaming them, and you love making YouTube videos, then you're probably going to do it regardless. Yeah.
0: So, I found an article before we started this episode because of, like, the benefits of it. And I remember hearing something along the lines of, like, doctors who played video games before doing surgeries had a way higher success rate with very with a lot less errors and so to go off like video games can like help you and instead of just like scrolling on Do twitter and stuff like that i have right now. i have the article in front of me yeah
1: link it i want to see it link it to my right. discord so i can all follow right. along
0: all right so i'm just going to be doing um here I'll, I'll dm it to you on discord that way it doesn't show up in uh
1: In the future, we'll try to do this before the episode, too. No, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. (laughs)
0: Um, I'm on, I'm like, I'm on the second paragraph. So, basically, I'm just going to read the three paragraphs because it's actually really interesting. At the Florida Hospital Celebration Health in Kissimmee, Kissimmee, Florida, General Surgeon Dr. James Butch Rosser conducted an experiment with 300 surgeons prior to performing a simulated lap laparoscopic laparoscopic (laughs) surgery see I'm I am not in the medical field at all half of the doctors played a variety of video games including Super Monkey Ball 2 on the Nintendo Wii and the original Super Monkey Ball on GameCube for six minutes while the other 150 doctors did not those that played video games scored higher in the surgery simulator, resulting in better results for the virtual patients. Now, I know it's obviously they're not going to do this on real people. Why would you do that? That's stupid. But it just makes you think about it. Well, and it's then, almost
1: like a warm-up for your muscles yeah. and your joints. And, that's, and actually, like...
0: that's actually in the next paragraphs. Surgeons who played the video games in the past for more than three hours per week made 37% fewer errors were 27% fast were 27% faster and scored 26% better overall than surgeons who did, who never played video games. It is the error reduction that will have the most significant impact on patient safety. Rosser, who compares the act of surgeon playing a video game before surgery to an athlete warming up to to before a game first published the the report of the benefits of video games for physicians in 2003. He preached the virtues of video games ever since. As a result of the study, surgeons the surgeons lounge in Florida Hospital now features a gaming lounge where up to four doctors can play or prepare. That's sick, and that's something like that's useful. And they're not even they're playing Super Monkey Ball.
1: Right, they're like, not even playing. Which, like in- I mean,
0: it's still super. Like you have to like, you know, in Super Monkey Ball, you know, you have to make sure the the monkey in the ball gets to the end point and not falls off the map. So it and and some of them are tricky, like it goes right, left, right, left, right, left, with no wall, so like you can easily fall off, so obviously they have to be very precise in their movements and their thumbs, so it's like, yeah, that's sick, I would if I'm going into a thing where it's like a microscopic surgery, I want my doctor to play video games before because they're like you said, warming up, they're preparing. It's at like, the
1: very least, it's at least stimulating their brain to a certain degree. Like, can you imagine? Just think of the way that you feel when you wake up at seven in the morning. Yeah, go someone's to work, doing that and they're like, to time to do and heart doc-
0: surgery. <laughs> yeah, doctor,
1: surgeons are doing that. Surgeons wake up and. I'm pretty sure
0: they prepare by, you know, getting stimulated in some way, but I doubt they go and groggy with a cup of coffee in their head saying, all right, Sharon, take this cup of coffee for me. I'm going in. You know, they don't right. say that.
1: No, 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 no. It's not that bad. But I'm saying, like, they're humans, too. I'm sure they wake up and have great days. Like, there's days where I wake up and I feel uh, like a million bucks, baby. Mm-hmm. Like, I wake up, I'm wide awake, I'm ready to kill it. Yeah. And I'm sure they have days where they wake up and they're like, God, I do not want to go do all yeah. a- Can I call in surgery. sick? <laughs> <laughs>
0: this person needs a heart transplant, but I'm really not feeling it today. So uh, we're calling in sick. Uh, that's Larry, actually, Larry, Larry can that. cover Dude, me. I,
1: I'm nervous now. I never want to get... <laughs> <laughs> I'm
0: never getting sick again. That's hella funny. Oh my god! I never thought about that. Like, how often does your doctor call in sick? And when he it's does, not even that.
1: But how often, like, think about because like when you're interacting with the doctor, they're like all smiles and they're like, oh, "I'll help you feel better." Like, what do you think? What do you think they do when you close the door? They're like, "God damn, I a four hours." Loser. <laughs> <laughs> like oh god this guy's like
0: this guy again nice third time this year how often is he getting sick you know but it's like oh man that's so funny like god that's and it's crazy to think that people think video games aren't good for you it's like well tell the doctors that are getting 37 percent less errors on their patients
1: it's not just doctors either though i'm i would guarantee that you can look up if they were able to track it like i know when i rear-ended somebody in my car i was if i hadn't have reacted and swerved right off the road because i like basically my front left headlight hit Mm -hmm. their back right bumper yeah it wasn't it was not nearly that bad like it broke my headlight and kind of shook their car a little bit but if i hadn't made if i hadn't made that split second decision and that reaction and all that you probably would have have totaled your car probably would have told my car probably would have been seriously injured may have even injured some of them and, like, I'm not saying video games saved my life or anything, but it's, like, I guarantee I made that decision faster and reacted oh, yeah,
0: faster. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's exactly how it is. Um, But I it's just, like...
1: Or even sports, too. Like, I played goalie, and I, yeah. I hadn't played soccer for at least five years, maybe six or seven. Picked it back up my sophomore year of high school and was on varsity my junior year. And, like, the reaction times I had for goalie and, like, blocking the ball and saving it and decision-making and all that, again, I'm not giving full credit to video games. Like, I'm athletic and I'm not – like, I'm pretty good. But, like, I guarantee my reaction time was better than most people's because all I did was play video games. Yeah. Like, it applies to a lot more things in life than you actually give it credit for and think about because it has such a bad – it has a bad rep. I mean, it's – everyone thinks it's just a waste of time yeah
0: so i'm looking at the pros of video games it may a person's vision may improve obviously we both see that in games where you have to look far after looking far in the after playing the game for a little bit you don't have to stress your eyes as much it builds social networks and that's totally true like me and you've met through a video game, and oh, we're not like really me. good friends. No, I mean, there's basically. a ton of other people. I've I have friends who I've been playing with since freshman year of high school, and I'm.
1: It's how I was gonna say. It's how you keep up with people too. Like the kids that I play Fortnite with were the same kids that I graduated with in high school, and I wouldn't talk yeah. to them nearly as much. Like I I still keep in touch with them and stuff. Mm-hmm. but I would not talk to them on a daily basis if uh, I didn't I play video either. games with them.
0: Exactly. It sparks an interest in sub specific subjects. Like if you like crime games, or if you like you know action games or
1: oh dude i love god of war yeah because of its mythology Mm -hmm. i agree with that wholeheartedly and even what's even more interesting is it could probably spark interest in things that you want to know more about like i remember when i played dante's inferno in middle school this was before i had taken latin and all that and i had never read the inferno and like understanding and i'm not super religious to under so to understand like all the different layers of hell like who Virgil was, and like who all these characters were, and like what was happening that was so cool to me. And it's like that with a lot of things. Like, um, Bioshock was super interesting because it kind of got into the um string theory or like the multi dimension conspiracy theory, which has a lot of science behind it. That was super interesting. There, I mean, you can go on and on. Halo, did I, did, I Halo. don't even remember Halo. Dante's Inferno, that's crazy, dude. Halo actually has an application today so i was watching i watched the joe rogan podcast watched the elon musk episode just because i was super interested right i never i watched a lot of the h3 podcast and never had watched joe rogan's Watched the elon musk episode and then because the you next, smoked weed that's why you watched it no i actually i think elon musk is actually super super interesting but i wanted to see in what context he smoked pot so i just i watched the whole thing i didn't just skip around. <laughs> i'm just kidding but so then the next recommended episode was Neil deGrasse Tyson. I was like, oh, I mean, that's just as interesting. And they were talking about Space Force and, like, if it would actually be useful, like, its, its uses and stuff. Everything Halo is centered centered upon is the – what is it? The UNSC? I don't know. You, it's – you're in space fighting aliens. So, like, obviously – that's way beyond, like, what we're going to use it for. But, like, it, it's an honest, like, comparison. It's, like, people want a Space Force, and Halo is centered around that. It's, I mean, you, it's kind of a stretch, but you could make the link. That's Yeah, you're right. It's, yeah. So, it's kind of crazy. Sports mm-hmm. games, I mean, you know how many friends of mine have a very intense sports knowledge just from playing FIFA Ultimate Team?
0: Exactly. Madden Ultimate and how, Team. how many of them probably started watching the World Cup because of... The World Cup FIFA. mode they had in, yeah, FIFA. So, it's um another one is it could slow the aging process of the brain, which is true. It's like, because your grandpa, brain is yeah.
1: constantly stimulated. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So constantly. it's like
0: my grandpa was playing like Sudoku games on the computer or memory games. <laughs> but I mean, like, I mean, it. it but no, it makes it just your it makes your
1: memory better. Yeah. And what's I was laughing because I was thinking of all the times that I've had friends of mine be playing like the brand new Madden on Christmas. Or like the brand new FIFA, and their grandparents walk in. They go, are, "Are you playing that?" And oh my like, god, yeah. it's so funny. <laughs> uh, what, who's playing? Who's playing right now? Right, and uh, me. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm no, no, playing no, right
0: no. Are, are the Giants and Dodgers are playing on Christmas. Why are they playing on Christmas?
1: Like what? I uh, did. This it, baseball season's not even in. It's like Grandpa. This is a, video, <laughs> a game. video game.
0: Oh my god! And back in my day, we didn't have video games, and they had Pong when I was thirty. <laughs> you know, but um, it. This is something that you we could have gone back to when you were talking about it. It improves decision making speed. Um, oh it can I mean. up to twenty five percent faster, which is in, that's a crazy number. Twenty. Yeah. That's a. Qu- that's one fourth faster. Twenty five percent. That's a, like when you get a deal for twenty five percent off, you're snagging that really quick. Right. If you're making a decision twenty five percent faster, that's insane. That is crazy. Well, and I'm I'm assuming I can, car- I can I can guarantee you it's probably a lot faster for people who are professional gamers.
1: Right. Think about especially that, I mean, throwing they're Adderall. Looking back at it on that car accident that I had, if. Say that I'm like the full 25%. If you decrease that number, I'm probably rear ending the hell out of that car. In yeah, front your of airbags are kind of
0: deploying, you're, you're oh, screwed. Yeah. Cars totaled. Yeah. See you later. It's scary
1: to think about. Or, like, on a more positive, well, not positive, but like that 25% could be the difference between me making the soccer team and me getting cut from the soccer. I mean, it's exactly t- passing a test, not passing a test, because those are split, like, split session split second decisions that you're making because I mean your your tests are timed, those soccer tryouts are timing, like those are high intensive moments. And the other thing too is like even if you have good reaction time and all that, your brain might not be used to making those decisions in a highly stimulated area. So like when you're feeling the pressure of that clock ticking down, whether it be sports or tests, um, you get that in video games all the time. Like Mm -hmm. Call of Duty when the clock starts running down. Your brain is constantly being stimulated almost at the highest level it can be in a casual sense. Yeah. And, like, comparing that to sports and school and all that, it's like, yeah, even though you're smart and you're a good test taker, you're really good at... ...brain not be used to making those decisions under pressure. Mm -hmm. But in video games, you're constantly under pressure. You know, you're always fighting a boss. You're always... The clock's always ticking, you know? It's like, like talking about this podcast has really made me realize how good video games really are actually. (laughs) Like I've always knew that they were good and I've always knew that they had benefits, but like just thinking about all the things that I've done in my life and I haven't even done like that much stuff. I'm just like a normal kid. You know, it's like, it's insane to think about.
0: It's, it's pretty crazy. And I'm, I wouldn't change it for anything. I would not, I wouldn't go back and say, I wish I read more. Hell no. I made too much, too much memories. Um, and the last one, and this is something that I can actually sit, talk about um, as an experience, is it can replace a vice. I think that vice might be the word. And th- I'm on a different article, Ryan, so you're not getting this in the sur- surgeon's one. Okay. But um, it could be smoking, drinking, eating too much, or other decisions that you make. And video oh, games okay. can cause you to not make those decisions because you're doing something that's you know, replacing that. Not addiction, but replacing that, uh, craving. Right. So when I like I was I I wanted to go get COD four. Right. It's been it was you know, eighteen dollars at GameStop, and I couldn't get it. I was eighteen, but I didn't have my license. Um. So my dad had to go get it, which was honestly really embarrassing. And I was talking to the guy, and he's like, "Oh, you're not old enough." I was like, "Yeah, I just don't have my license or an ID." I so my dad had to come in. He's like. Yeah, And then he asked, you know, he has to do the whole thing. Are you okay with your son playing a game that has uh, violence and blood, gore, and like, strong language? And he goes, better than him smoking pot on the streets. <laughs> Gives him the money and we leave. And it's like, it's also, so true. Even,
1: even if you are of age, like now I'm in college. I'm, I've been 21 for almost a year. But like the nights that I stay in, like when Troy was just here this weekend, I spent 60 plus dollars at the bar and like if i had stayed and played video games that's 60 dollars i'm not spending exactly on, on top of not destroy like and not that i mean casual drinking or drinking occasionally is not going to destroy your health Mm-mm. but like but like i mean you're just avoiding a night of killing your body basically slowly. saving money slowly and, for anybody well, that drinks like, you're slowly sad to say but it's like with the day and age that we are in it's like you, you're you avoiding the risk of being out in a bad situation too like there was a night where we were at a party and i had left to walk a girl home and my friends got jumped so it's like if i had been in playing video games i'm not getting jumped or like
0: i mean yeah you I'm, can say that for anything oh if i didn't right. go to this party i wouldn't have gotten a car accident it's like right, right.
1: It's, but but it's like but you can say that as a skeptical freak of life or you yeah. can just be like well i was playing video games instead thank god for video games you know yeah. Like, yeah, obviously anybody can be, like, I'm not saying sit inside your house all the time. Like, I'm just saying, like, it, it's the truth if you look at it in a weird way. It's like, if if you're inside playing video games, then, I mean, not, I mean, unless your house collapses or catches on fire. Or you get r-
0: thrown away in a tornado.
1: <laughs> I mean, there's not, yeah, there's not much that can really happen.
0: I'm letting you know right now, if I was in Fortnite in a 1v1 situation, there's a tornado outside of my house. You bet your ass I'm getting that wind and I'm I'm going down in the shelter afterwards. <laughs> And if I lose, I'm going straight into the tornado. I don't care I will it's not worth it. if I knowing that I got second place and then having to survive a tornado, I might as well just run into the tornado and just end it early. like I don't know, I'm just kidding. um so to me it was just it was just kind of funny how my dad was like, "It's better than him, you know, smoking pot on the street, and it's so true. it's like he'd rather and right then, I was like, "That's my dad." Thank you. But it's like, you know, <laughs> I mean, it's so true. I'd rather have, I'd rather play video games than do some of the stuff that my friends do. And it's just like, yeah, they're having fun going to the bars and stuff, but it's like, I'm not, that's not my personality. I have really bad um, spotlight, like social spotlight syndrome, which is like where you think that everyone's watching you no matter, like, and everyone usually has this, like they don't want to do something because someone's going to watch me. It's like, if everyone's, it's if everyone is worried about someone watching them, no one's watching them, right? No one's watching you, in that sort sort of sense. Um, and so like I, that's one of the reasons why I don't go out anyway. It's just they're out a lot. It's because I just one I don't. It's not me. I like staying inside. I like being indoors. I right. I but you gotta realize my entire life, dude. I was doing like three sports. I was constantly outside. It's now it's like I got time to relax. But I mean I I go outside. I I hike and I I go to the beach. I live ten minutes away from it in San Diego. So it's like. I take advantage of what I have, but at the same time, I'd rather some, some days I'd rather sl- stay in and not do anything. And that's that's something that's, uh, that's a con that I'm reading. And it says like, it isolates people from their families. There's a ton of times when I was growing up where my families would be coming over and I didn't, I wanted to hang out with them, but at the same time, I wanted to just play video games. But maybe that was like my social cue of like, I don't feel 100% comfortable out being out here with everyone around me. I would like being in a room by myself just talking to somebody. Um but I mean the older I got the less that happened, but it like I, I know from a child standpoint being around family that you don't see a lot, it's very overwhelming, especially if you are an introvert like myself. So I yeah, I, you would rather like, be isolated and that's totally especially fine.
1: Especially as a little kid that you don't, like you don't have as much to talk about. Like right now if I went home and I saw the family that i have that i haven't seen in a while i'd have a million things to talk about oh yeah like as a as a kid it's like they're and they're they're, they always ask you the stuff that you don't want to talk about like as a kid you hate school you always Mm -hmm. hate school you hate being there you hate studying they always ask you about school as a kid relationships are always embarrassing or like something like that you want to keep to yourself for whatever reason they always ask you about relationships it's like Mm -hmm. i think that's more i think blaming video games for that is not as is not fair because of not at all thing it's like asking an 11 year old oh do you, do you have a new girlfriend like no no one wants to answer that i don't think anyone
0: old? asked me at 11 oh. if i had a girlfriend but then again, oh, look, again like whatever
1: whatever the appropriate age is oh no, yeah you know, i get what you mean
0: it's mean. just it's just middle
1: school or no yeah I,
0: I totally get it it's just to me it's kind of frustrating how they they see that as a bad thing it's like people are introverts all the time Right. Putting what? people out there, like throwing right. them into an uncomfortable position is not gonna make them interact. They're gonna close themselves in with into a shell. Right. And they're not gonna talk. They're gonna look awkward and everyone's gonna say, Well, let's get this person involved. No, we don't wanna get involved. We just wanna <laughs> watch you guys and because we're forced to be out there, and the minute we leave we feel one hundred percent better. That's just how it is. Yeah. Um but I mean To me, I would not I'm not gonna force my kid to not play video games. I'm not gonna force my kid to play video games. I'm gonna figure out what his hobby is and then kinda live not live my life around that because once you become a parent, obviously everything changes. But um I'm gonna let them do what they like to do and I'm not gonna tell them no and not gonna say, Hey, you can't do that or you can't spend as much time on that because it's not something I'm used to or because it could be detrimental because Today's day and age you can go you can go anywhere with anything except yeah. a f- only a very few things and you want those few things are your major and minor, Ryan, Latin. <laughs> I'm just to- I'm totally kidding. But his master's degree is asking, Would you like fries with that? That's what I'm saying.
1: Not my master's. I'm totally I kidding. Could... You're gonna be fine,
0: just... but it was just a joke. It to me to me it's just you know, Just let them express themselves. Let them be who they are. Don't judge them for what they like and what their passion is. Because, you know, we talked about, you know, is reading really worth it? If they enjoy it, I'm going to buy them books. That's just, oh, my God, this kid is screaming outside my apartment. (laughs) Did you hear that? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my God. And it's like, it's it's 9 o'clock. Where are your parents? But, um... You know, to me, just supporting them. I think that's what any kid wants is their parents to just support them and love them no matter what they do. And I'm glad that our parents kind of saw that as we got older. And they as when when we we're children, they obviously are going to you know try to get us out and be active because the obesity rate nowadays is insanely high. So it's like they want to avoid that. But I feel like they did it perfectly We we literally Ryan, we literally grew up in like the perfect time. Where they wanted us to go outside, but at the same time, they're totally fine with us staying inside if we were outside for a long
1: time. I can't even imagine growing up now because, like, when I was growing up, the things that I was nervous about, although they were stupid, it's, like, they just intensify with all the social media and, like, because I didn't make a Twitter account until I was a sophomore in high school. Now it's, like, you get to, I would imagine, almost, like, what, sixth grade, you're probably pressured into making social media accounts. Mm Mm-hmm like it's oh my god it's crazy yeah to me it's it's just and like i don't even like i love social media but at the same time i hate it like there's days where i've thought about just deleting all my social media and just being done with it because it like i said it just sucks up so much of your time
0: yeah and i actually was my girlfriend when i first moved down here i was constantly on my phone because i don't know just something i was used to doing in sacramento and she's she said you're always on your phone i was like hey you're oh, right. dude, and I'm so now now i i thought i thought about it and so for like 2 weeks i was doing like the minute i got on twitter i got off and did 20 push-ups right so oh, it's like
1: punish yourself
0: so i made it so or then and then she's like well, you should just delete the app i was like i don't want to do that that's right. to me. i mean and i'm saying that because maybe i'm addicted to it but I'm d- no, I just see, enjoy like, it. It's something to pass the time. Like I wake up at 6 a.m. And then the first thing I do is sh- like I say,
1: It has good features though too. Like I don't watch the news. I don't.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't the watch news. the news. But I also don't now, trust Twitter and, for news either.
1: No. And I'm not. I don't rely on Twitter for my news. But I go through the Twitter moments or like whatever it's called. that The moments tab. And that is a very useful thing. Yeah. I, I think at least. Especially if there's like
0: a really big event happening, like a hurricane or like something else that were like the shootings or things that
1: happen that I would have never known about without never.
0: I would never, Never. but I feel like I feel like it can sometimes be it can just I don't know shove it down your throat. It's like they just it just constantly is just going. It's like stop, like I don't need to know this. And so, but you can easily just turn it off, but. It's like when you don't want to turn off because, you know, you're trying to do, you're trying to enjoy yourself. You're trying to, you got five minutes until the bus comes. What are you going to do? Right. Stand there? No, I'm going to check Twitter, but I'm not going to check Twitter if they're constantly shoving me down or shoving information down my throat that I don't want. Right. But I get it. It's To me, I I would not want to grow up in this day and age. Um, And that's something that we can talk about in the, another episode is like social media and gaming and then like, or just in
1: general. Well, I think, yeah, I mean, that, that's a whole other beast. Because, like, I, I mean, I touched on it earlier. It's like, back in the day, YouTube was used just for fun. It's yeah. like, you would get on there and just watch montages or tutorial video or, you know, this or that. Now there's kids that grow up and they're like, I want to be a YouTuber. It's like, yeah, and what? they're like eight what? years
0: old making stuff. <laughs> Excuse me? Like, Yeah, uh... it's, it's pretty crazy. But, i I mean... Final thoughts Ryan, of the generation of gamers. you got anything?
1: I hate them. I hate playing against them. <laughs> no, no, in all seriousness, I mean it's it's just tough because you if you're listening to this and you are of that generation, you all grow up with these false realities like i feel like a lot of people look at these youtubers and these pro gamers and they're like i want to do that's the best thing in the world like they have no problems they have a lot more problems than you could even imagine and dream of um
0: yeah the problem is what game do i play i'm just totally (laughs) kidding
1: (laughs) that's that's what we should should talk about in an episode is like the realities of gaming or being a content creator or whatever because but um I think know. it just takes balance, and that applies to all things in life. It's like, find your hobbies, ride ride them out, but don't let them consume you, you know? Yeah,
0: I think my final thoughts would be, do you. If you enjoy playing video games, balance it, but don't think that just because you play video games and you don't like doing something else doesn't mean you're... Like a loser or you're lazy just balance it to make sure it doesn't consume your entire day and your health um, if you if you play sports and you and you're thinking about dropping a sport to play more video games do not do that it is not worth it um, if you are pursuing professional gaming be sure to check out on our future episodes that we're gonna be talking about because that is something that we can talk about but if we're p- trying to pursue that Look at the reality of it. See what you need to do.
1: Just be smart about and it. And then be really. it's, smart it's, about your decision of what
0: you need to do to be able to, like, what you have to drop or what you need to actually do to achieve that status.
1: Being a pro gamer would be about the equivalent of saying that you want to be a pro baseball player or a pro football player. It's like you have to. I think it's a lot harder, but,
0: actually. There's a lot less games oh, to go no, pro in and a lot less teams say. to it's be like, on it, than no a baseball then
1: well, you, have, you have, like, little to no support. It's like, Yeah with sports you can get scholarships in school and like your parents love that but it's like with gaming it's like to it's do or die basically and so with like, gaming
0: you have to rely on other people being the same exact way you are whereas if you want to be a baseball player you really just focus on yourself right or any other athlete you really just focus on you you don't have to focus on other people to help you achieve that dream yeah. um but I, I i guess the last final thought i would say is just game on you know Games are gonna be here. They're not going away. Enjoy them. Expand your taste buds. I know when you're young, you want to just play one game because all your friends are playing it. But really, just expand your taste buds. Play some old games. If you if you're growing up right now, play some Legends of Zelda, the Legend of Zelda, like be, the old no old ones, not the Wii, the Wii U or the whatever the. I don't even know what's the newest. The Switch version. Don't play that one. Play the old oh, ones. Play the two well, D versions.
1: Play the Switch one because I've heard it's awesome. I'm talking. Go yeah. Back and play no, the old ones. you should play the old <laughs> one,
0: then the new one. See where people had to grow up on. Play Pokemon. Play the original Pokemon. There's a ton of emulators on the PC. You can get. You can even on your phone. It's so easy. Um. But really, do expand your taste buds because right now I'm realizing that. The more older I get, the more I enjoy these single player campaigns. Back from the day that I wish I played, but I don't have any regrets. Um, and honestly, I think that that's gonna be it. Um, quality of Ryan's mic has like changed dramatically, and I love it. I don't have to my ears aren't bleeding now. Um, and his laugh does not annoy me as much. That is fantastic. Um,
1: what do you think the next topic is gonna be? I don't I have know. have a couple ideas. Well, the the Call of Duty um esports reveal is tomorrow. So that's a is that is it
0: tomorrow? Is it Wednesday I thought it was Thursday. Is it Wednesday? Oh it's the nineteenth.
1: It's tomorrow. So tomorrow so we w- find
0: out if it's five v five. It's gonna be five v five, but we could That's another episode.
1: We could watch it and then talk about that and then turn that into talking about um
0: esports in general?
1: Esports in general. I'm down. E- We'd have to talk about it
0: like figure out right what else we could talk about for esports but that sounds really interesting um what i probably gonna
1: i probably won't, I'll, i don't know if i'll watch the whole thing depending on how long it is but
0: it's like i get gonna get get out get out work at, so at, well
1: i get out of class at two and then i'll probably get lunch and watch a little bit of it we'll see
0: but all right esports would be good I don't, i'm trying to think of something else and that like you gotta realize if you're listening to this podcast this late we're at an hour and four minutes holy cow but also, you know we something happens in our life, and we think we need to talk about this now, you know it's just and it sometimes we'll talk about it, and we'll stay the entire time, and sometimes we'll we'll go on a rant about social media or something like that. but this literally happened because I know people, and I've heard people tell me like after talking to them like and like they've just had a kid or they're thinking about it, you know what are they going to do with gaming 'cause they're one of them, one of the two people in that relationship is a gamer. Like on a hardcore one. And so I I'm always curious. And that's so that's why I brought this up. So that's why this episode was about the generation of gamers because we have experience in that, obviously. This is the co op podcast. It's about gaming, baby. But <laughs> you know, other people may not see it the same way now that they're going to be changing the role from a gamer to a parent. Um so that's why Every episode, it's like the theme just randomly comes up. It we're not, it doesn't like. It's not like we go, okay. Episode six is going to be this theme. Seven is going to be this theme. It's like, all right, this is what the theme is going to be like, and we're going to figure that two days out before we actually do it.
1: We try to keep it current too. I would say, like yeah. these are these are definitely things that are happening now. Like battle royales. The reason we did episode is because obviously every game is coming out with one. This is a very real thing. Like I feel like a lot of kids are you know dealing with either really harsh parents or really loose parents or finding that balance or wanting to be professional gamers and mm-hmm. like it, you know I think we try to keep it pretty current
0: yeah so that's going to do it for the co-op podcast we appreciate everyone listening if you still are follow us on our all of our social medias including um SoundCloud SoundCloud's being really weird right now but our YouTube channel is The Coop Podcast, or The Coop. The SoundCloud is The Coop Podcast, the C O O P Podcast. Um, our Twitter, The Coop Podcast as well. Um, tweet to us. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on, or subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on SoundCloud. Um, and support us on Patreon if you like what you hear. Uh, Patreon.com slash The Coop Podcast. Uh, the link will be in the description for all of our on all of our episodes to support us in different ways that you would like to do that. Ryan, it's been a pleasure as always. Anything yeah, Anything else?
1: No, I don't think so.
0: All right. Thank you for listening and we'll talk to you guys in the next episode.
1: Unfreaking believable Perfection. Game over.